Damon and Tyler McComas. I'm going to get crushed for this, but I don't think Oklahoma's totally tapped out, but I think he saw how perfect it had to be in order for Oklahoma to win a national championship. Yep. And, and I think that, that USC probably has more wiggle room in that because of what I was talking about in, in recruiting. And, and that is not a knock on Oklahoma. So I want to be abundantly clear here for everybody that, that listening to this. I believe Oklahoma is a top-tier blue-chip program in college football. I think that they will win. I like Brent Venables a lot. I think they can win at the top level. I believe they'll win SEC championships uh, in the future, and I think that they still and can win a national championship. I do believe that it's harder there than it can be at USC. And, and I believe that even more so now after this move with USC going to the Big Ten. There's Joel Klatt, I'm guessing, on the herd, right? Uh, the Hertz podcast. Hertz yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, heard that this morning and said, uh, oh boy, okay. At least he knew, like, all right, I'm going to get crushed for this, but well, here we go. Here's the thing. I agree with what Joel Klatt just said there 100%. He's right. But there's a little bit left at the end that he didn't fill in the blank. And we've talked about this. Lincoln needed more to be competitive. Sure. Was having a really hard time getting it. Um, USC obviously has offered that up. Well, when Lincoln left, all of a sudden Oklahoma, who was probably saying, yeah, we're going to implement those things in time. We need time. You know, we're not going to the SEC yet. Let's, we need time to gear this thing up. Whenever Lincoln left and they're on the hunt for a top coach, now all of a sudden we've got no coach. We're about to move to the SEC. Stuff just got real. And whenever they have that conversation with Venables, uh, as prepared as I know Venables has has been for this job, for whatever job that it was that he was going to take, there's a long list of of needs and not needs, uh, demands, have to haves, and Oklahoma now all of a sudden is in a different position where they have to they have to go yeah. about that. Stuff. So the original comment by both those guys was, you know, Klatt said, I believe that there's only a handful of schools at most that from where their campus sits can drive an hour, not fly, drive an hour in any direction, only get a recruiting class full of those kids and have the number one overall class. He said he thinks Miami could do that mm -hmm. within an hour radius of driving. Um, he believes that Georgia could probably do that. Texas, Texas A&M, he even mentioned LSU in there, which LSU's got some really good athletes. I don't know if you could form the number that one overall is, yeah. recruiting class, though. And then he mentioned USC. And if we're looking at you know, the past 80 years of college football, absolutely I agree that USC in that radius could just take kids from the L.A. area and have the number one overall recruiting class. The only thing I'll say is, man, I just kind of really – 
paying attention more to recruiting this year. I'm not saying that the state of California isn't elite in terms of talent, but it just doesn't seem like when you look at the rankings, there is as many elite players up and down the top 100, 150, 200 as there was, say, maybe 15 years ago. I don't know if that's because the West Coast hasn't been very engaged in college football, and if that will drastically change if USC comes back, maybe it will. Just But looking at the numbers, it seems like, all right, it's still a really good state. It's where you want to be. But, man, there's not just dudes everywhere, four and five stars, like USC had in its heyday in the early to mid-2000s. Right. So that's, that's, my, only, that's well, my only thing. I like the, the premise of that conversation. We've had the same conversation, but it was a little bit different. It's... Um, there's only a handful of places in college football that can win a national championship with recruits from their own state. Um, you know, an hour in each direction and have the number one recruiting class is is probably – I think that's being a bit dramatic. I, I don't know if you can have the number one recruiting class. But the point is there's only a handful of schools that are in such a talent-rich area – that it makes a lot of sense to to want to be in those yeah. areas. They said um, Lincoln found it very tough that there wasn't a strong local recruiting base and you had to really go outside of your state's borders to field a championship level football team is th- that's what they're saying they think a big part of his decision was just that. In California, I can build a championship roster with California kids. At Oklahoma, it ha- kind of has to be perfect. It all has to fall the right way. I've got to get a ton of uh, kids in Texas, get a ton of kids on the West Coast, and you know various other places in the country as well. Yeah, and I hear that, but there's there's just a there's a big flaw in that conversation is like California is massive, massive. You can say that Oklahoma and the Dallas Fort Worth area is, and you can even, you can include Kansas city in that. Yeah. You can probably, Oh my God! Like it depends on what they're saying as far as yeah. Staying how in how your far own is state. L.A. from like San Francisco oh in that area? Like how, how many hours of a drive is that? I don't know. I'll have to go to it. I mean it. It's it's not close. So I mean that's what I'm saying is, it's like saying, well, in Miami you can get all recruits from your own state. Well, like what exactly does that? mean i mean there's some areas in your state that are 12 hours away <laughs> as far as a drive you know um and kind of the same thing in texas but really all all areas of texas i guess maybe not all uh it gets pretty um you know slim pickings the further west you go but you know th- there's there's fairly close metropolitan areas to to oklahoma it's not that isolated it's not nebraska you know it's not like colorado it's you know there's there's 
quick access to a lot of recruits. Sure. And, and I like this text. It says the part that Clatt didn't bother to mention was development. Yeah, he could get more talent, but talent doesn't equate to championships. Riley had proven outside of quarterbacks to be able to do that like Saban, Dabo, or Smart. And I, I think that that's a great point. It's more than just about acquiring a ton of talent. you got to have culture. you got to have development. You have all that. And I know that he's coached in multiple playoffs, but I still think it's very much yet to be determined if he can develop an entire football team, acquire depth, and have the structure in a program that leads to to winning national championships, especially, man, in a city like L.A. Because we talk about Austin all the time and all the distractions that it has, but we saw it in the early to mid-2000s. When USC football is big and they're rolling – it's a big deal in L.A., man. Mm-hmm. And I know that it wasn't an NFL town back then. It is now. But it, it felt like back then that Matt Line at Reggie Bush, they were stars. That's a massive distraction in the already NIL-driven world of college football. If you become good again, how much of a distraction is that area? And is he the guy willing to keep everything on the tracks? I, I, I don't know. I mean, we saw definitely some cracks around here. Yeah. Well, I think uh... – you know, the other thing that's really interesting about the whole conversation is, yeah, USC is is one of those places. But that's been true for USC for 50 years, right? It's not just true all of the sudden. There's been a roadblock there. What's What's been the roadblock? I mean, I know the the coaching search hasn't always been uh, the best, but there's there's maybe also something inherent in the area that makes it difficult to to instill a winning culture. You know, who's dominated college football recently? Well, Alabama. Well, Alabama's not one of those states where within an hour of campus you're going to have the number yeah, one recruiting not, class. Not. Uh, Clemson is not going to be one of those. Definitely I mean, not. it's I'm not saying it's in a bad area, but it's not in an area where it's the it thing and the only thing, right? You're in a very competitive market. So And as we said, Clemson won without getting those top three recruiting classes. They didn't have one in either of those two. Uh, I th- actually, I think with the Trevor Lawrence class, they did the year before they won that second title. But leading up to that first title, we talked about it. They were n- never in the, in the top five up to right. that. Yeah, so what they won it in 16, right? They won it in 16 and 18. Clemson did. So they won it in 16. Their 2017 recruiting class was number 16. Um, you know, their their 2018 recruiting class. That was the Trevor Lawrence class, I believe. Was, right? was number seven. Well, did that have Trevor Lawrence in it? I thought that one was ranked pretty high because he was a freshman in yep. 2018 when they won. Just yep. number seven? Number one player wow. in, the comfort, in the country. Um, he, was the, he, had a, he was a five. Dang. Dang. How... <laughs> They had one, two, three, four, five, five five-star players. And they're only the number seven class? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That, uh, Georgia had seven five-stars 
that year. So it's six hours from LA to San Fran. It's a further drive to San Francisco or from LA to San Francisco than it is to Norman to Kansas City. And it's probably about the same to Houston, right? I mean, oh God, I don't know. Houston may be six, six and a half hours. I've made it before. It it might as well be thirteen hours. You, I don't know why it feels so, but it does. What you think? Oh God! You think L.A. to San Francisco in sure California? Is I any have better? no doubt it does. I just know OKC or Norman to Houston. That second stretch in between Dallas and Houston. I it's that it, it maybe it's because I had the worst loss in Final Four history driving back there, or you just got beat by Houston in Week One. Of an, I, I don't know. Maybe I've just had bad experiences driving back, but it just seems like it takes forever, dude. Yeah, L.A. to San Francisco might be six hours if you leave at midnight on Wednesday night. If you leave at any other time, it takes six hours to get out of L.A. city limits. So, um, yeah, it. I, I don't know. There's a, There's a lot of truth there. And here's the thing. We've said this. They're going to be better. They're going to recruit better. At least initially, there's going to be uh, somewhat of a Lincoln-Riley bounce in recruiting. But here's the thing. USC hasn't uh, recruited poorly. Like, for example, I've still got the page here on the 2018 recruiting class. Clemson was number seven. Uh, Penn State was six. Alabama was five. USC was number four. Texas was number three. So you got Texas and USC – very similar type of situations there where recruiting has been good, but development and winning has been really hard to come by. So I don't know. We'll see if he can if he can have some consistency. I know this. They're moving to the Big Ten pretty quickly, and that's going to be a way more difficult conference in the Pac-12. Yeah, because as we talked about, you know, they have to adjust – to the Big Ten, and they've got to adjust. I mean, this will be the biggest adjustment that USC has maybe ever had to make before in school history. Right. But what do pack or what do Big Ten schools really have to do to adjust to USC? I mean, USC runs their offense, but it's not unlike they anything they've ever seen before. I mean, Ohio State will spread it out. There's certainly teams in that league that will spread it out. You don't have to really prepare at all for that weather. USC and UCLA are the schools that have to do all the adjusting. Not not the Big Ten. And I, I just – I really feel like that league's going to be a huge challenge for them and one that kind of goes against the identity of what their program is going to be. If you thought Iowa State and Kansas State were an issue for USC, well, let me introduce you to Michigan and Wisconsin. That will do the exact same thing as those schools, but they'll do it with better athletes and they'll do it with a better run game, most likely. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. It's fascinating to see how the whole thing unfolds. Uh, my, my my curiosity is, what does that do to the local recruiting? If you're a Southern California kid, and you want to go play college football. You used to be able to go to USC and play it out there on the West Coast, yeah. right? Um, Arizona, California, and now you're thinking about the Midwest, Minnesota, Michigan, Ohio, Nebraska, Iowa. 
does that change your opinion on picking between if you're a top recruit of picking between USC and an SEC school? I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I think it largely depends on what happens to the Pac-12, right? If all those teams split away into other conferences or it dissolves, like, if the Pac-12 can save itself with some sort of an agreement with the ACC or the Big 12, then like, if I'm USC and UCLA, I got to root for total destruction of the rest of the Pac-12. I mean, don't don't you think so? Like, I, I got to root for Oregon being in a situation that is far less desirable as a conference than USC and UCLA in the Big Ten. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with it. It's interesting, and I wish I was a fly on the wall whenever Lincoln Riley got the news to see what his initial reaction was. Fascinating, right? Uh, I don't think that he knew. Or at least that's the report out is that he didn't know. Well, the report, well, I don't know who it was that stated it. It seemed to be John some, Wilner is is the guy's name. Who is that? Is he? I I didn't know anything about him before like six days ago, but he's all over the timeline now. He he's like the the guy that's been on all of this, well, all he, in the Pac-12 stuff. He said that he did not know, right? That was yes, his statement. Yes, 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 yes. Not that he doesn't believe he knew. Not that. Uh, you know, he he was aware that changes may be happening, but wasn't sure what it was. It was straight up, flat out, one hundred percent. He did not know. Wow, which that's got to does that drive a wedge with uh, you and your new employer? I would think, yeah. I mean, like, come on, man, you're making me the highest paid head coach. You couldn't have at least like tip me off at least a little bit that we're going to the Big Ten. No doubt. You know, it, it's one thing. Like, that's a dramatic like, change. Like OU to the SEC is one thing, and that's a big change. But it's a bigger change from USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten. Yeah. Because I, I just – I don't know necessarily – what that impact on recruiting is. Is it just a no-doubt, can't-miss bonus for recruiting? I'm not so sure. I don't know. Maybe? Possibly? I also don't believe, though, Like, can I see a scenario where Ohio State is more of a player in the state of California? Yeah, I, I could see. I think Ohio State can kind of go anywhere they want right now for certain positions, but... If you want to sell me that Ohio State's going to have you know better success in the state of California, okay, at a minimal advantage, sure. I don't think that USC is going to be rolling in the state of Ohio or Pennsylvania or Michigan now with a better chance to get kids. No, it's just more like again, well, USC has to adjust to the Big Ten and not the other way around. I I think the the real thing is what is the impact on you know just like Joel Klatt said, it's it's the recruiting within an hour of campus. And I, I believe that's the case. That's where they need to win, and they're going to go outside of that randomly uh, for top players. But what does that mean? What is the impact on those kids? Does it make it more likely that they join USC instead of playing in the SEC or less likely? I mean, because that's, that's really going to end up being your breakdown. we got to hit a break, but is there any chance at all that this is the death blow that we don't see coming for the USC football program? I mean, they haven't been elite in a while, so for some people it's hard to remember them being you know a top three program in college football. But if this doesn't work for Lincoln Riley and they find themselves searching in two to three years and now – you just made a move that you cannot take back, man. I mean, this is kind of a forever 
with, with the landscape of college football, this is kind of a forever move for USC and UCLA. You could be trapped in a situation where you don't have any of the advantages. It's tough to pick up yourself from from a college football program. I just wonder if there's a real chance here that it's the death blow to that program that we don't see coming. Well, I'll say no for this reason. If you're going to suck, it's better to suck in the Big Ten for $80-plus million a year than it is to suck in the Pac-12 for – 20 plus Missouri said amen to that one so I hear you you know that's kind of the that's kind of the ordeal there all right quick timeout more from the rush coming up hour number two rolls on stay with us make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State lock it on the ref sports radio network you're home for Sooner fans you're simply the best Beats and Bites is back this summer at Riverwind Beat the Heat with Scotty McCreary on July 30th. Plus, all your favorite food trucks. Tickets are just $5 at riverone.com or the box office. Ever wonder why someone would leave the roads they know for places they don't? Maybe a better question is... What are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. Enjoy your tour today. Oklahomans are special people with special needs, and working with them calls for a special kind of attitude. When it comes to banking, nobody understands that like Bank First. Bank First has deep roots in Norman with loyal relationships and resources to help Norman and Oklahoma reach its full potential. And with more than 100 locations around the state, no matter where the game is on Friday night, there's probably a Bank First close by. So come by and see me, Jim Wade, and have a cup of coffee. Bank first. Loyal to Oklahoma, loyal to Norman, and loyal to you. Member FDIC. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and you already know our office is a place to turn for your insurance and financial needs. Now that place has changed to 701 Wall Street. While the location may have changed, the commitment of our team is as strong as ever. So whether you already know us or want the one-of-a-kind service offered by the Julia Chu Agency, call us at 329-3311 or come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, right on the corner of Boardwalk and Wall Street in Norman. Man, I love sandals. I love flip-flops. I love summer. And guess who else does? Your feet. And Brown Shoe Fit has your feet covered. Whether it's for work, whether it's for play, or whether it's for your day-to-day life. Have you heard about UFAs? They're being advertised all over the place. Comfort for your feet. They have an incredible selection of Brown Shoe Fit. And Steve is there to help you out. If they're Birkenstocks, Olakais, Clarks, New Balance, Hoka's, you name it, they've got you. Comfort, style, and service. That's what they're all about at Brown Shoe Fit. Brown Shoe Fit, 2427 West Main Street in Norman. It is the rush live on the ref. We're the home of Sooner fans. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, hit us up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. This hour is brought to you by Cavens Construction. They offer remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance, plus a whole lot more. Give Cavens a call, 405-573-3048. Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Let's get to the text line. Was Missouri the smartest school in college athletics no way they would get into the SEC now. Perhaps, yeah. It was a brilliant move. They've been, uh, you know, here's the thing. 
think about how different the SEC just itself is right now compared with whenever Missouri made that jump. Um, the SEC is way, way more powerful than it was then. You know, you've the SEC East was was in a bad spot. Yeah, Missouri won it. That's how bad of a yeah. spot the Florida the was SEC bad. Was Tennessee bad. was bad. Georgia was average. Average. It was. Gosh, there was a couple of times that South Carolina made a run at it. Twenty ten. They played the twenty ten SEC championship yeah. game against Cam Newton, and yeah, 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 they did. I know USC is getting a larger TV rights deal in the Big Ten, but their travel cost is going to be outrageous. We when you factor in the other sports outside of football, yeah, 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 and I don't know. It's it's not going to be as big as you think because of. For football, it's charter travel, and I just I don't I think it's kind of a flat rate deal, where it's really expensive and it really doesn't matter how far you go. Think I ma- think. think they'll make the basketball team take some like buses over to uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Perhaps bus or little regional jet or something. Right through the Rockies. I'm sure it'd be very, very scenic. USC officials knew about this move to the Big Ten when they hired Lincoln Riley, but Riley got punked by the Trojans because they didn't tell him. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I would say that that's somewhat true. I have a conspiracy theory about all this. We all knew Lincoln Riley knew about the USC job long before he claims he did. I think they'd hire him specifically to take them into the Big Ten based on his sexy offense and how he outcoached Urban Meyer in Columbus. Hmm. Maybe. Um, but you got to remember... That team was Lincoln Riley's best team, and it was his third game. He had been on the job for was June, it his July, game? August, I think September. It, it was it his second game? Yeah. He had been on the job as head coach for four months and took over a team that was handed off to him by a Hall of Fame yeah. national championship winning coach. So not to take anything away from Lincoln – Maybe I just took it all yeah, away. Yeah, you did. You just but, took it all away. I mean, you do have to think about that a little bit. And I'm not saying that your conspiracy is wrong. I'm just saying, like, if that was their case, they should have looked at the last two years. Joe from Galveston, Rutgers is the smartest, followed closely by Maryland, period. Missouri is lucky the Big Ten turned them down. But if they had their druthers, would they have rather been in the Big Ten? Love the show, guys. Boomer Sooner. What? There still seems to be – some narrative floating around out there that Missouri would still prefer to go to the Big Ten even now, um, which, you know, I don't – I have no idea what anyone anywhere wants, period. No clue. Coach Stoops said something interesting last hour. He stated something to the effect that he was talked to and asked his opinion on all football matters. Maybe there is more to the story that OU trustees did not trust Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Perhaps, um, but, you know, Coach Stoops had been there for a long time, won a bunch of games, had a lot of success, navigated through a bunch of, of different, you know, uh, I, I guess maybe not crisis, but, you know, conference talk, conference realignment, the Pac-12 situation, the Big 12 expansion, I mean – he had way more tenure than Lincoln Riley did. 
So that matters. How about we do this? Um, I'll, I'll give you and everyone else about a 30-minute heads up because I'm going to give my take. You give your take. Text line, you give your take as well. You can do it right now. You can wait till 5 o'clock, whatever. But it's all been speculation, speculation. Here's the latest reports, and, and all that's good. But when it comes down to it, what do we? What, what's the end game here? What do we all think happens? Okay. What do we think happens with Clemson, Florida State, the Big 12, Oregon, and all that? Um, we, you and I will finally just kind of call our shot with that at 5 o'clock, but I want everyone else's opinion as well on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. And as we kind of you know, work our way into that discussion, most valuable teams left for any conference. Notre Dame 1, is it Clemson 2? Clemson 2, Oregon 3, Florida State 4, Miami 5, or is it does it look a little bit different than that? I think Oregon, well, I, Notre Dame. Yeah. Then Oregon, then Miami, then maybe Clemson after that. Okay. So that's an interesting take by Clemson. And I read something on Friday that said Clemson is still a very valuable commodity and they're probably going to have options in the end. But this particular football season could swing things one way or the other for them. Um, I don't know if I totally agree with that, but Clemson probably would have preferred this all happening three years ago compared to now when it seems like they've lost a little bit of steam. Here's my thing with Clemson, though. What, what really, what value do they add outside of a, uh, a, a good competitive football team? Outside of that, um, it's not a new viewing area. Uh, it's not a national fan base. Sure, I, they got a strong fan base. They'll bring in you know eighty thousand you know each home game or so. A strong local fan yeah, base. Yeah, strong local fan base. I, yeah, you're right. I don't think the brand is just nationally just incredible or anything like that. No, I, I think it's a fair point about Clemson because again we do th- tend to look at this as from a competitive standpoint, which I think can be important here. But yeah, when you really start to do. The research on Clemson, like what's the closest major media market to Clemson, South Carolina? Atlanta. Atlanta, and how far is Atlanta? Two and a half hours away. But it's already and, you already and own. you already have that with right. the Georgia Bulldogs. That's right. what I'm saying yeah. is I, I don't know what I, and I don't know, frankly, how good are any of their other sports? Clemson basketball and Clemson baseball has been good at times in the past, but South Carolina seems like they've been more a, a, of a successful program. Clemson softball, what they got beat by? They were they had a good team this year. They yeah. got beat in the super regional. Okay, um, it's it's okay. I, it football carries things for them at least here recently. Right, is what it seems so like. So that's why I that's why I ranked them uh, well below Notre Dame and well below Oregon because the Oregon you get access to a kind of an untapped television market. Whatever conference were to add them, you add a a different time zone, a different television market that you haven't had a whole lot of access to, and that can end up helping you gain revenue, gain gain market share. Um, They obviously have uh, really good – all around sports, they they dump a ton of money into their athletics. So, 
I think that strengthens you a lot. Yeah. But Clemson is one of the more interesting teams left in this because if you talk to people that actually live in South Carolina and know what they're talking about, you would think, oh, Clemson's on this incredible run. Yeah, the state is split 70-30, 75-25 in their favor. A lot of people think that South Carolina actually has more fans in South Carolina than, than Clemson does. Yeah. Well, it's in a more populated area, right? I mean, uh, right there along the coast, there's you got more of a, a, a pileup of people there in some of those metropolitan areas. Clemson, the, the school and everything's kind of out there on its own. Beautiful area, but kind of kind of remote somewhat compared to the eastern side of the state. So, yeah, I – don't know a whole lot about it. In Miami, I I think Miami has a national brand. I don't know. I don't think they have a very big national fan base, but they're they've got a huge uh, television market in South Florida. And I don't know how the state divvies up their college football viewership. Uh, if it's mainly Florida State, if it's mainly Florida. But that South Florida area has a ton of people in it, yeah. and you know that's. I would guess recently it's been Florida, and maybe by a decent margin, only because Florida is playing Georgia, Florida's playing Alabama some years, Florida's playing Tennessee, and right. Florida State's playing Georgia Tech, Miami's playing Virginia. So just, the games have been a lot sexier for Florida here recently. Yep. All right, uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay with us. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Entrepreneurs and Moore Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. Moore Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, Moore Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about Moore Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton. 
Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. Oh, that's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Auto Image USA, Central Oklahoma, and Norman's home for the best in car, boat, and RV detailing. Let Mike Miller and his gang help you out with one of their many services, plus roll and lock truck covers, window tinting, custom wheels and rims, detailing, and paint correction. Auto Image USA also carries the best brands in audio, such as Kicker, Wet Sound, Pioneer, and Sony. Call Auto Image USA at 405-321-4444 or go by and see one of their experts at 2701 Northwest 36th Avenue in Norman between Rock Creek and Tecumseh. Hi, this is Lisa Talley, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group, the gold standard of real estate. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. But before we get to story number one, uh, this is breaking. Four-star wide receiver Jaquaze Petway has just committed to OU. Six-foot, 175-pound wide receiver from Houston uh, chose OU over Texas. Four-star wide receiver is the 11th commit for OU in this 2023 class. So. Well, how about that? Uh, why don't I just move up the order in which I was going to talk about some of the things that caught my eye. Uh, OU also got a commitment from one of the best backers in the country, right? According to some people, Phil Picciotti. 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 Um, supposed to be an absolute stud uh, what he had, Auburn, Michigan, Auburn, Michigan, Nebraska, and of course OU was and his uh, final four. Uh, Penn State did not make the cut there. Uh, OU does, and yeah, they which get they get a really nice linebacker commit out of the state of Pennsylvania. Which Parker and I were talking, um, I and there I guess there hasn't really been a reason to, but OU hasn't had a huge presence in the state of Pennsylvania in the past outside of getting some Lackawanna. Uh, community college kids a few years ago. Yeah, well, 
I think it's probably really difficult to get guys out of there away from Penn State. I mean, I know it used to be, and this is, gosh, way back like when I was in high school, Pennsylvania was considered to have one of the best high school yeah. football places in the country, um, especially at Backer. Penn State has had a ton of really, really good linebackers that both in college and guys that moved on to the NFL. So to get a highly ranked guy out of that area, um, out of the under the nose of Penn State, pretty good deal. Big kid, 6'3", 225, 230 pounds, runs well. Uh, you just watch his highlight tape, looks extremely aggressive whenever uh whenever he goes to lay the hit and and tackle guys so pretty cool they're starting to stack them up here in july aren't we yeah they got a big month coming up man this is just the uh, just the tip of the iceberg uh they'll have a four-star offensive tackle out of kansas city caden green announcing on friday feel pretty good about going ou's way there dalen smothers a four-star running back out of charlotte north carolina gonna announce soon gotta feel good about ou there yeah, I, they were the number thirty-seven overall class coming into today. We'll we'll see where this puts them, but they'll 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 be looking a lot better heading into August. Yep, feel pretty um, strong about that. Next one, uh, first summer league game, uh, Thunder's pick Chet Holmgren looked pretty good. Twenty-three had six blocks. Um, some folks saying already it's super early, but they're saying this kid's going to be an absolute superstar. What say you? Well, it sounds like you want to say that, but you're just trying to project it on everyone know. else. Someone got real excited last night watching it. Dang. Okay. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what's funny. Um, you know, everyone was claiming that he was going to be a really good rim protector. And admittedly, I will say I scoffed at the notion of – uh, what appears to be a 165-pounder is going to be a rim protector in the NBA. Well, he has six blocks in his debut, so it shows exactly what I know about basketball. Um, the last thing is, i got to tell you this. This has slowly but surely started to uh, to happen a little bit. I'm getting into some F1 racing. Have you watched any of you those races? You know what? No, I haven't. But I guess there's a really good documentary on uh, Netflix about yeah, it. It's like a which has actually thing. caused a lot of people to I think watch it. You know, a little bit more closely. I don't. I don't foresee myself uh, doing any F1 though. I'll tell you what. It is what I like about it. The one thing is, uh, I guess maybe it's a good thing, but it's on Sunday mornings, which you know can be difficult. But the races are super fast. They, they go by, I think it's like 50 laps, something like that. Goes by really quick. It's pretty exciting, man. I could yeah. possibly see myself getting into it <sighs> well, a little bit Well, I wish you would trade the F1 racing for some Peaky Blinders on Netflix, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like that's going to happen, so I that's might. okay. I might. I do need to get into that. So this was a huge move for UCLA. You know, the other team that's going to the Big Ten that yeah, we never yeah. actually talk about, right? I guess US or UCLA was in some real debt. Uh, I mean, they still are, but they needed this move to happen with all the money in the Big Ten. COVID really hurt them. Some terrible coaching hires with some terrible contracts really hurt them. And they've got to rent out everywhere they play, for the most part, dude. They've got to rent out. Poly Pavilion, which I've seen a game at, which is on like in the heart of their campus. 
I guess that they have to rent out that facility to play all the time. So they just spend cash upon cash upon cash. They were going to have to drop some sports, some Olympic sports, mm-hmm. if they didn't make this move. So there's a thought here that with this Big Ten payout, they're going to be able to save several sports. But if they're staying in the Pac-12, they're going to have to make some major cuts. No, we saw that. I remember when, when COVID first happened, you saw that all across the Pac-12. They started axing stuff really quickly out there. It costs way more money to do business out there. I can't even imagine. So they've got to rent the Rose Bowl when they play there? I, I, yeah, I, I think they have to rent the Rose Bowl. God. Rose Bowl quickly rising on my most hated list. Yeah. Uh, one more recruiting thing from me. The nation's number two linebacker, Troy Bowles, out of Tampa. Yeah. He's the son of Todd Bowles, head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's down to three schools, Georgia, Ohio State, and OU, 6'1", 205. He's going to make his decision on the 16th. So that's that's going to be a big moment for OU. Like told you, the month of July is going to be big. That's just another one. That'd I'll be tell a you, huge get. And I, I don't know what this recruiting class ends up. Um, it, it it's going to be a difficult class for them just because of you know how it falls. You're you basically got to lock all these guys up before you ever play a game. So it's tough, but. I'll tell you what, I think this is a sign of what's to come. And I don't know that we get all of these guys, but when you start to see some of the defensive guys choosing Oklahoma and what their final four or five lists look like and what the other teams on those lists look like, we haven't done that defensively in a long yeah. time. Last one, uh, read an article today. It really is a video on 24-7. The most intimidating environments in college football heading into the 2022 season. So I guess the list has changed dramatically for whatever reason. Clemson is the most intimidating environment heading into this year. Uh, Ohio State is two, Tennessee is three, and Georgia was number four. So I I wonder what the stipulations were with this. Well, found that interesting. I'll say this for Tennessee. Tennessee has a a wild fan base, a stadium that holds like 110,000, and for the first time in a long time, they've got a good football team to go with it. That's That can make it a little bit more intimidating. But those other schools, yeah, not a whole lot has changed. I guess that's that goes on your uh, your article calendar. You just check that one off. Seriously. Every time around this year you put out the top Here's what my rankings places. in toughest environments look like five years ago. Now this year, here's what it looks <laughs> like. Huh? Well, okay, whatever. I like it. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush. Coming up, we'll wrap up hour number two next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Sports radio icon Mike Steely. You know, you may not think he's smart, but he is. And 247 Sports' Parker Thune. This dude is just drama of the highest degree. Get you through the midday with the Steel Minute Thune at noon. USC and UCLA are planning to leave for the Big Ten as early as 2024. Wow. So Muleshoe, will he run from the Big Ten? Where is he going to go now? You think his next step is the NFL. I do think his next step is the NFL, and I think especially if he didn't realize that this was on the table, which it seems like there's a very good chance, because why would he go to a program that was preparing to bolt for the Big Ten? If indeed he didn't know that this was in the works, I feel like this almost accelerates his path to the NFL. Let's hope he didn't know. Let's hope that he didn't know and got blindsided. I love it if that's the way it went down. Mike Steely and Parker Thune. 
The Steel Man and Thune at noon. Weekday afternoons from noon to 2 on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Carved into 640 acres of rugged southwest Oklahoma countryside, the Territory Golf and Country Club in Duncan, Oklahoma offers a 7,100-yard championship course filled with mature trees, natural elevation changes, and the picturesque Stage Stand Creek meandering through the course. The Territory is consistently rated as a top 10 course in Oklahoma, features a fantastic clubhouse, the Prairie House restaurant, and many other amenities. Contact Bree Ledford at 580-475-0075 for membership options. The Women's Choice Awards are in for 2021, naming Norman Regional Health System as one of the country's best hospitals in multiple categories. These awards put Norman Regional in the top 10% in heart, stroke, and emergency care in the country. Norman Regional undergoes rigorous evaluations and prides itself on offering personalized care that caters to the needs of women. Visit normanregional.com to learn more. Tyler McComas here, and if you're like me and you love to bowl, Sooner Bowling Center has made it even easier for you and your family to bowl. Visit SoonerBowl.com and skip the line to make online reservations. You can reserve your lanes, book a group party, or birthday party all by just visiting them online. With great food from the Spare Time Grill, bowling, and the newest patio in town, Sooner Bowling Center is great for the entire family. 550 24th Avenue Northwest or visit SoonerBowl.com. What is a good neighbor? It's someone nearby who helps make your life a little easier. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and my team and I take time to understand your insurance and financial needs. So whether you're preparing for retirement or in need of auto, home, life, or business insurance, get the kind of help you'd expect from a good neighbor. Visit the Julia Chu Agency or call 329-3311. Come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, Norman. Hey, it's Chris Plank here for Brown Shoe Fit. Summer is here, sandal season, baby, and no one has a better selection of sandals than Brown Shoe Fit. Live, work, play, whichever style you need, Brown Shoe Fit has you covered. You've seen a lot about UFAs. They're amazing. The comfort, the style, the feel, and Steve and his crew over at Brown Shoe Fit can find the right fit for you. Comfort, style, Service for your feet. That's Brown Shoe Fit, 2427 West Main Street. Electric cooperatives don't just generate power, they generate ideas. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we never stop thinking of ways to help everyone become more energy efficient. We invest our resources in technologies that build a brighter tomorrow for all Oklahomans, like our addition of Norman's first solar farm, the OEC Solar Garden. We pride ourselves in finding and creating solutions for today and tomorrow. Your trusted energy advisor, Oklahoma Electric Cooperative. When hay season hits, it's time to act. You don't want to be left high and dry. Trust Great Plains Kubota to get the job done. We'll help you prepare to cut, dry, rake, and bale. You'll cover more ground with Great Plains Kubota's full line of hay tools. Stop by one of our locations and glide right through hay season. When you want more than just a Kubota, you need the brand that serves. Great Plains Kubota. Visit gpkubota.com for the location nearest you. 
The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330. Cavens Construction, bringing you hour two of the rush on this Wednesday. CavensConstruction.com for everything that they offer. And, Teddy, they basically offer everything, whether it's commercially or personally. Cavens can do it all. 405-573-3048 or CavensConstruction.com. In case you missed it, OU just got a commitment from four-star wide receiver Jaquay's Petway out of uh, the Houston area, 5'11", 170. Still ranked 37th overall. They haven't uh, updated it yet. Uh, But I'm going to guess, actually they just did, and OU is all the way up to number 25. Wow, that's a big jump. 37th overall into the top 25 officially. Wow. So everyone stopped frigging out about recruiting. And they've only got uh, 11 commits, but if you look at their – kind of their average per player ranking, they're still pretty high. Yeah, um, they're higher than Minnesota in front of them, Duke in front of them, Purdue, Washington, uh, slightly below Louisville, but, you know, North Carolina, Iowa. Yes, you're right. Like, their average like rating per player, if you just want to go off that, is much higher than probably, several teams in front of them. Yeah, it's probably more around, you know, 15, 12 or 15, is if you go off of the average player. And maybe even a little higher than that. So, that's good news. All right. In the top 25, according to 24-7 Sports. I did mention a shout-out about this. You mentioned uh, Phil uh, Pichotti uh, committed over the weekend. There's a Twitter account by the name of Ronnie Crimson. Mm-hmm. He didn't. I don't think he tweeted at Phil every single day, but he <laughs> tweeted like day 32 of wanting Phil to end up at OU. I think he got all the way up to, was it 92? Wow. And finally uh, it happened on July 4th. So hard work does pay off. At least it did for Ronnie Crimson on Twitter. Congratulations. That's funny. funny. Yeah, um, looks good. I know uh, Parker was talking about some of the, the guys that Oklahoma was in on at inside backer, and that list is pretty impressive. Pretty impressive, and, you know, the Bulls kid is supposed to be an absolute beast. Uh, you would think that, you know, his dad is, like, such an amazing guy. Great coach. You'd think that uh, he's got a really good head on his shoulders. Yeah. Speaking of backers, Ethan Downs got gauged, uh, engaged this weekend. So. What does that have I'm to sure, do with I'm backers? sure nobody on the text line will yell, uh, don't do it! He's a defensive I know. End. I just wanted to mention uh, him getting engaged, mostly. Yeah. Hey, congratulations to him. That's, uh, that's a big-time move. Big-time move. All right, quick timeout. We'll be back. Final hour is next. Fourteen hundred AM KREF Norman Moore Oklahoma City and ninety nine point three FM K twenty five seven DA the Ref Sports Radio Network. 
GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just